0: This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals.
1: Hosted hosted by by Kurt Jackson, Jackson, Chris Kalow, and and
0: Kelly Cook. Cook.
2: Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp.
0: Hey, welcome back to another awesome episode. I'm here with Chris and Kelly, and in this episode, we are talking about social distance activities, all right, so obviously with the way things are, everybody's looking for some new activities, social distance. You can only do so much with uh, like, how do you social distance with capture a flag? Is that even possible?
2: I don't, I don't know. know. We toyed with that idea though yesterday as my team was Did brainstorming <laughs> for this. Right. We were like, well, capture the flag. Can you really social distance that one? We came up with some pretty cool ideas that we're now gonna use the camp this summer, oh, but. <laughs> all right.
0: But we have other ideas. What you're saying? Yes. So okay, I'm going gotcha. to steal some
2: more. Well,
1: <laughs> gotcha. A lot of camp activities are already social distance. Like, I mean, obviously, like archery, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you really want to be social distance. Hey, you go stand six feet over there and hold this apple. And.
0: <laughs> but wow. all of the the newer, more popular things like Gaga or newer but you know what i'm saying in nine square those aren't social distance no activities so scavenger hunts that's one that you can social distance right you don't have to be right next to somebody to be searching for things if if the objects are everywhere then for your little group your cohort whatever you want to call them your den You can go out and search for things and stay socially distanced. And I am a huge proponent of scavenger hunts. There's a bunch of different ways you can do them. And so that's my first one.
1: Yeah. Uh, My first one. So team building. Team building, obviously a lot of the team building activities are... Together. I mean, I think of how one of the ones that is a great example is the spider web. If you have the spider web of your camp, you know, you're trying to lift campers up and put them through the spider web, and you don't want to do that. That's not very social distance. And so I believe Michelle Cummings came up with this great idea. Instead of sending a camper through each of those holes, you have a very long rope, 50 foot rope or something, and you have to get the rope through each of the holes. So it has to go in between each one and out without touching the spider web and i thought that was a great idea you still need everyone to kind of help and hold on to the rope to make sure it doesn't touch uh but i know michelle has an entire it's not a blog post what does she have like an entire post she's got an entire kind of activity book on social distance team building and got some great ideas in there that that's one of my favorites using that rope for spider web instead of using humans for spider web so but yeah so what do you how do do you feel about like everybody's touching that rope i i one of the things that they've said in the past is things are not transferred as much by touch and so but still using hand sanitizer for everybody use that before you go but the biggest thing is the breathing and the you know wearing the mask and stuff like that from what i've heard okay yeah i if it's something new i don't know unfortunately so (laughs) It's May 5th. Something new may have come out by now. (laughs) Something new seems to come out every day.
2: (laughs) So my first one, I think I mentioned this on the podcast. Gosh, back when I like for very first podcast I ever did with you guys. And that is Screaming Toes which is where you stand in a circle and everybody looks down at someone else's feet and you look back up. And if you make eye contact, you scream and fall out of the circle. (laughs) Um, You can easily stand six feet apart and have a much larger circle for this game. And instead of screaming to project your voice and any particles that might be in your voice, I mean, you could come up with some other fun way to, to fall out of the circle, whether it's hand motions or, uh, different things, um, that you can do, or maybe a saying instead of screaming it this way, everybody is further apart.
0: My next one is tabletop escape game. And this is something where basically you have a, an escape room that you escape room style of a game that you do at one table. Um, So one group is at a table, one, uh, yeah, group, I guess. Cabin group, cohort. Cohort, right. And then there are multiple tables. So everybody can have their own table, their own cohort. Each cohort can have its own table, but the escape game is the same with all tables. And they do it for time, but they're also trying to do it faster than the other cohorts but they're all spread out in a dining hall or what have you that's obviously even you, outside you can do this outside you can do this outside you got to work with whatever your restrictions are and but that's one way that that like a large portion of the campers can all do something together but also stay distance um between cohorts yeah i'm not sure how to explain it more than yeah well i just did it the other
1: day you had me kind of run through it right and i'm totally doing this for camp this summer because i really really like it i have to add you did kind of one with um elements is that Mm -hmm. like elements of nature i don't know what they fire
0: water air yeah elements yeah
1: and so i i'm gonna have seven cabins this summer and, and with my cohorts. And so I, he had six elements. So I had to add an element for mine. I'm adding what I light. say, light. Yep. I'm to add a light element just to have it in there, but it's perfect the because each kid has a job in each of the things and they're all doing the same one. So every cabin's doing the same thing, but they don't really know they're doing the same thing. You kind of have them separated so they don't see it. But at the end, it's not really a competition as much as once your group gets done, everyone has to get done to essentially complete the escape game. And, and I really liked it. It was fun. I'm totally doing it this summer because it works great for social distancing as well as it's going to work great for, even if it's a rainy day, this could be something you can kind of section off. You have one group in a cat, you know, they can each be in their own cabins and and doing it that way and that's so true.
0: That's true. That's awesome
1: my next one we call it duck here at camp but i've also seen online or i think you told me um it's called splat is another mm. game so everyone stands in a circle six feet apart and we're gonna i mean that's just gonna, or three feet apart now i think is the okay it depends distance. on where you're at that's right mm-hmm. and somebody's in the middle and so they will point at someone or they they can throw their hands at someone or pretend to throw a splat ball at someone, whatever you want. we The way we do it here is we point and we say duck or you say splat. So the person you point at, so if I point at Kurt, he would duck, he would go down. And the two people on either side of him have hmm. to look at each other and either say splat or the way we do it, we use it for names, knowing names. So they have to shout out that person's name. So for instance, here, I, I go to Kurt, say duck, he ducks down. And I have to yell or whoever's next to Kelly has to yell her name, Kelly. And she would have to yell the other person's name, whoever's on the other side of Kurt. So it's a good way to kind of practice getting to know names. This is a great cabin activity right off the bat to get to know each other's names. We use it in staff training to get to know each other's names really well. Kind of a good icebreaker for that. But splat or duck is what it's called. We call it pow. Pow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same, then, same idea. Yeah. So whoever loses, whoever doesn't say splat first or whoever doesn't say uh, the other person's name is now in the middle. And so they have to go and do it.
0: Oh, okay. So the way we play it it is the exact same way. Um, You know, the person in the middle points to somebody. They duck. The two on either side say pow. Whoever is the one who wins stays in the game. The other one squats down. Oh, so they're, out. so they're out, basically. Yeah. Um, but but it goes so quick that they're not out for long. It's yeah. just like pow, pow, pow. Cool, cool. I li- yeah, I like that game.
2: Um, any, I think for me, any of the rock paper scissors games. So whether mm. that's evolution, splits, biggest fan, um, I think you can easily spread yourselves apart because you can play. I mean, we could play rock paper scissors through Zoom right now. We don't have to be, uh, like. Yeah, we don't have to be right next to each other. So I think it's an easy one that you can spread yourselves out. I know with rock, paper, scissors, splits, you're usually toe to toe, but you could, you could spread that out. And with biggest fan, to, I know when I've played it in the past, you kind of clump all together to, to cheer on that person. Um, but with using a rope with the knots or marked spots with tape would also just be another way to, to enforce that six feet apart and still cheering each other on.
0: Yeah, I've heard it called entourage as well. Oh. Uh, And somebody was uh, mentioning that you could set out chairs and everybody sits in their chair and they, you know, um, go, okay, you and me, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, they're just staying in their chair to cheer for their person. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good way to do that. Okay, so my next idea is rotation stations. So you set out stations and people rotate.
1: Are you giving us an explanation of your rotation station?
0: <laughs> wow.
2: How long were you sitting on that one, Chris?
0: Right. That was quite the reaction.
2: Um, <laughs> nope, that was it. Darn it. Darn it.
1: <laughs> There's some complication <laughs> in your explanation. But
0: I'm all trying to think of one. I can't come up with it. Uh, so, in the rotation station, you can do. <laughs> Things like games at each one, like carnival style games. You can do something like Olympics. So you go to one station, you do your Olympic thing, you rotate to the next one. And that way, as the kids are rotating, they're staying distant from each other. So one cohort would do it at a time. Then they would go on to whatever. And then, you know, a different cohort would do it maybe the next hour. And they can stay socially distant, but definitely like rotations, counselor led activities can be in stations as well. But just the idea of rotating stations and doing it on a big field or maybe uh, in a large dining room, something like that. Uh, it's a good way to keep everyone socially distanced.
1: I, I don't know where you're at for this summer, Kelly, there in Alabama. Uh, we, I just whatever heard online that the farmer's almanac is predicting that it's going to be the driest summer ever in Illinois, which oh. is exciting for us because we're going to try and do as much as we can outside to stay safe. And so I need it as dry as possible here in the state. I'll
2: take dry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I came from Idaho. I can do heat. I That's just, right. the humidity plus yeah. the heat is, is mm-hmm. what kills you uh, down yeah. here. So if it wants to be dry down here too, I'm yeah. That's all what for I'm- it.
1: <laughs> so hopefully everybody has. I mean, because the the social distance games, you do need that three feet, six feet, and I know a lot of our buildings, we don't have the size for that. So we do need the outdoors nope. for that. So. Inflation.
2: We, our barn is probably the the closest thing.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Kurt! You got one.
2: <laughs> I took them way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was that oh, one one <laughs>
0: I I like that game oh darn it I had it I wanted to use creation
1: creation yeah the creation of the game oh
0: my goodness well a lot of this is just taking normal stuff
1: and having a little gamification of the dang you're good (laughs) I need a vacation is what I need so
0: I can stop
1: doing all of this
0: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and... <laughs> uh, exubilation? <laughs> now you're just trying too much. Too much. Too much. You got to
1: work it in. Got to be smooth with it. No,
0: no, I can't. I can't do it. Wow. All right.
1: Oh. My. Am I? Are we on three? Three? The third I, one now? I don't we even. know. We got five I each, right? right
0: now. <laughs> I'm going to pause here for a minute, not for a station identification, but to tell you that during the month of May, I am offering a series of online workshops or presentations on things like how to create a mystery trail, standout staff training ideas, recognition programs, how to create a low cost escape room and more. In fact, Chris and I will also be doing one on social distance activities that goes way beyond this podcast episode. It's a great supplementation to this episode. I'm getting better. All right. Head over to ScampLife.com. That's Scamp-Life.com to learn more and for registration information. Okay, enough of that. Back to the show.
1: My number three, uh, we call it zip. Oh, now it's hard to say. Zip, zap, zoom. That's very hard to say. And the way it works, you stand again, you were back in that big circle, six feet, three feet. And you can go in a circle and say zip. And so you, you clap and point and you say zip and zip always goes to the right. And so you keep doing that, you know, zip, 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 zip all the way around. And then if you want to change directions, you say zap. So zap goes to the left. So if it gets to you and you say, I want to change directions, It's zap. It goes back to the left. And then you can go left for a whole bunch, you know, zap, 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 keep going around. Or when it gets to you, you can also jump across the circle to someone else by saying zoom. And so that's when you clap and point to someone else and say zoom. And so what happens is, is if you go the wrong way, so if you're zip, 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 and I say zip accidentally, but I'm going left or I'm trying to jump, Zip can only go right, zap can only go left, and zoom can only jump. If I say it wrong, I'm out. And then the circle continues on. Or if I, if I am not keeping up, like if I take too long, like, oh, which way am I going? You know, if you miss it, cause somebody I just zipped and somebody zapped back to me and I wasn't ready to, to keep going,
0: you, you're out. And so just kind of a fun, fast paced yeah, game. Yeah, that is fun. Are, are you gonna list every circle game that you know? Is that where we're going? We do a lot of circle games. I mean, <laughs>
2: great, though. We know I know that game as Zip Zap Zop. So same rules, yep. but we use Zop instead of Zoom.
0: Yeah. yeah. You gotta realize Chris changes the name of everything that everything. any other camp knows the game or activity well, by.
1: So the problem is sometimes I see these games at other camps or I've played them and I don't remember what they <laughs> called them
0: there. Sometimes Every I do. low ropes element That's right. yeah, at his camp is something completely different the, the, the name of it that is i'm different. going with yeah no it's fair um so. do you chris do you ever since like circle games are going to be kind of a, a big part of maybe what you uh-huh. do uh as a socially uh distance activity are you going to set anything out permanently like maybe spray paints like a little yep. where you stand Dots, kind of yeah dots we're gonna have yeah we're gonna have a lot of the yard
1: painted dots in our yeah. grass this year quite a yeah. bit Um, We also have tons, like I have 43 traffic cones here. Okay. So we'll be using a lot of them, poly spots. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be big this year. So yeah, the problem, I I like painting the dots on the grass because then you have it. The problem is if you do a different game, then the dots are kind of distracting. So... Mm especially if it's going to be a dry summer and nothing is going to <laughs> rain and, and it's not going to rain, wash away. I may need to just use poly spots and cones and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. This year. Cone,
2: cones would be nice or poly dots. Yeah. For indoor locations, we used a lot of uh, painter's tape last year mm-hmm. for floors and chairs and benches and things like that.
0: Yeah, nice.
2: So my, my next one is egg drop. Uh, this is my go-to... Oh, yeah. Rainy day activity, but can also be done outside. Uh, for this one, last year I had them team up into pairs, even within the cohorts. Uh, but you could—it's a lot of eggs. If you wanted to do it individually, you could do it individually too, and just space everybody out. Uh, and then I had a counselor drop off from the top of the ladder or whatever high element mm-hmm. you are using to to drop the eggs off at, um, and then everybody kept in their spots so everyone was social distance and everybody still really really enjoys this activity
0: so everybody makes their own they have their own. yes so you're trying to
2: protect the Mm -hmm. egg from breaking it usually ends up turning into finding out whose egg broke not necessarily who whose didn't break because everybody likes the egg breaking uh Mm -hmm. but there's some there's some fun tricks out there to keep your egg from breaking depends on what materials you can give them i mean you can go into your arts and crafts location and just pull out scraps, scraps of yarn, Mm. scraps of paper, scraps of, and we usually give them a certain amount of tape that they can use. So it's usually like half an arm span or something like that for tape. And then if they need more, I make them sing a camp song.
0: (laughs) Ah, Nice, I like that, I like that. All right, my next one uh, comes from the email roundtable that I ran last month. And this was an idea by Andy from Camp Awakening. And it's tic-tac throw. So basically, you make a a big tic-tac board, whether it be with tape or whatever. And then from a distance, they throw either their X or O beanbag. And so it won't always land where it's supposed to. It just kind of slide out. Uh, So there's that challenge to it. But they can stay away from others and from another team and play tic-tac throw.
1: I remember playing a game when I was a kid, almost similar to, uh, what are they called? The beanbag toss or the cornhole where you, you threw it at something and it spun around to either an X or an O. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I had that, that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> when you were saying that, I'm like,
2: oh, good <laughs> memory. Tic-tac-toss or something, something like a- that, something a- that. Something I think like it was. That. toss across. That's what it was called. Is that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what it is? Yep.
1: That's
0: funny. i look that up toss see across. if I can find it.
1: Uh, So my next one, not a circle game. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm
0: so excited.
1: (laughs) So this is uh, line math. And I I don't remember where I saw this. I love this idea. You set up cones or poly spots in a big kind of a, a rectangle. So you have one, two, three, one, two, three. Um, The best way to explain this is if you think of like a digital clock and how they, a digital clock, like each letter kind of has those points. You have the the six points on it. So you set up like a huge, so you can make a giant digital letter. And then you have several of these. So each team has their own kind of set of cones. So cohorts aren't intermingling, but then you shout out a math problem and it has to end in one digit or you have to double the cones to get more, but you say like four minus two. And then that person has to run the cones in the shape of that digital number. And so they would run, you know, and make a, try and make a two. So they'd have to hit each cone and try and make a two. First one done gets points for their team. And again, if you have enough cones, you can do double digits and put enough cones there. But if not for, you know, to have, we got seven cabins. So uh, to split up into cohorts and stuff, they would have to, uh, we'd have to have a little bit more cones and spread them out a little bit
0: more. I hadn't heard of that one.
2: I think this is a lot of people's go-to right now, but just any kind of tag game, but using pool, pool noodles, mm-hmm. uh, they've been very popular being that they are six feet long. Uh, so, but I think you could also do it as a way in the pool too. So not just running around playing tag on a field or, or a court, but in the pool as well. I know a lot of people are looking for, for pool activities to keep that six feet apart so maybe it's marco polo in the pool but you're using a pool noodle to tag hmm. the person instead of the uh, an arm or right. things like that
1: marco i i saw a pool noodle game mosquito tag and you put the pool noodle yes on your it's, head. it's
2: very similar yeah.
0: yeah you go and tag people although to get because you freeze you're supposed wouldn't to that be unicorn scratch. you put it on your head wouldn't that be like unicorn tag mosquito well, nose. would be on the nose yeah. it's hard to run i guess but uh <laughs> you're, when you get tagged you're supposed to sit there and scratch and then you're supposed to have people
1: in a circle jump around you go deep woods off deep woods off <laughs> so you can't do that that'd <laughs> oh, be too close funny.
0: but yes yeah. all right my next you're one is spray bottle minefield and basically this is a game a, a, a team building game normally where one person is blindfolded, you throw a bunch of objects out in front of them and the rest of the group has to guide them verbally as they go through. So you can still do this, Um, just have everybody in the team kind of maybe around this square or area and still giving verbal cues to get to their destination, either through the minefield or to a specific object um, Mm -hmm. and to to get that object. But it's one of my favorite games of play, team building or otherwise, and it could definitely be done socially distanced. Yeah.
2: All right,
1: my last one uh, for this episode, Uh, Count to 10. I I think everyone's played this. It's It's like an improv game too. But you're you have your group and you're just trying to get to number 10, but no one can speak at the same time. So we're gonna try it here with our three so people understand it. All right. Mm-hmm. One, two, two. Oh, gotta no. start
0: again. One, two, two, nah, golly. <laughs> and the thing is that I gotta tell kids, like, don't put up hands and yep. don't, you know, don't mouth like you, you go next, mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's right. Yeah.
1: But trying to get to 10. So easy, simple game. But No.
0: We're so close. <laughs> All right, Kelly.
2: Okay, so my last one. Um, I know there's a video that came out, oh gosh, probably a year or so ago now, where people were on those hungry, hungry hippo mm-hmm. things with the basket. So, this is a little bit modified. We saw it on a video. My equestrian director showed it to us. But you lay on your back and you have a whole bunch of tossables. So, everyone is like feet to feet. Um, And you have tossables in the center where your feet are on the ground. And you have to pick up an object with your feet, bring it up to your arms, grab it with your hands, and put it behind you. So, you have to collect as many as possible. And if you do with four people, you are six feet apart.
0: I like that. It sounds like a workout. I, yeah, I don't of. think I could do it, but you're right. You're right. <laughs> I like that. Kids can. <laughs> I'm exactly, the kids can do it.
2: But you could have groups of four and playing hungry, hungry hippos and trying to grab the objects. Oh,
1: that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and again, uh, this is a great episode to send out to your programming staff, to your counselors. Um, have them listen to it or, you know, even kind of make it some assigned listening during staff training. But it's a great pre staff training or pre camp episode to give them so they have some ideas. And I, because all of these are would work wonderfully in cabin groups too. So from around the campfire, this has been Chris and Kurt and Kelly. Thanks for listening. See ya.